an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. A nation divided. We simply cannot allow anyone to burn and trash our cities. A woman's life is lost. For absolutely nothing. And U-Haul mystery. Who was distributing shields and masks from the back of the truck? Then, Trump and Melania wearing masks and food at Justice Ginsburg's memorial. And wait till you hear what the president said about Meghan Markle. I wish a lot of luck to Harry, because he's going to need it. Plus... They've canceled the world's biggest New Year's Eve party. Then, the mom who went missing on Mother's Day. The new search. We're looking for torn clothing, human remains. But where was the husband? He should be standing right here where I'm at. And do you know who's installing your home security system? The complete violation. The ultimate invasion of, of privacy. They were spied on in their own homes by the guy who installed their security cameras. Why would this guy tune into our living area over 300 times? Plus, a proposal to remember. What did you say? Because the video ends. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Officials in Louisville are poised for another night of unrest in the wake of a grand jury's decision not to press homicide charges in the Breonna Taylor case. And there are questions about this video that's emerged. It's demonstrators taking riot shields and banners out of a U-Haul. Fire and fury across America today in the wake of the grand jury's decision. Minutes after the announcement, activists were ready to protest. This video shows riot shields and other equipment being handed out to protesters in Louisville from the back of a U-Haul truck. It's not known who rented the truck. Protests were mostly peaceful, but there was also mayhem. Shots fired, shots fired. Two police officers were shot, one in the hip, the other in the stomach. Right there, right there, officer down, right there. Down. Yes. Police identified the suspect as 26-year-old Lorenzo Johnson. Anger was not confined to Louisville. There were protests, mostly peaceful, in cities everywhere. New York, Atlanta, Minneapolis, San Diego, and many others. Just one cop who entered Breonna Taylor's home, Brett Hankison, was charged with first-degree wanton endangerment, relating to shots fired into a neighbor's apartment on the floor where Breonna lived. Daniel Cameron, the Kentucky Attorney General, is under fire from Ben Crump, attorney for Breonna's family. Did he present 
any evidence on behalf of Breonna Taylor because if he didn't, he unilaterally decided that he was going to exonerate these police officers and that Breonna would never get due process, that she would never get justice. But President Trump is praising Cameron, who appeared at last month's Republican convention. I thought it was uh, really brilliant uh, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron is doing a fantastic job. I think he's a star. The grand jury's decision heated up the airways, showing the divide across the USA. We simply cannot allow anyone to burn and trash our cities and suburbs. It's about the system it has to be changed and has to be changed now. Violence on top of violence on top of violence will get us nowhere. Comedian Chris Rock expressed outrage on Good Morning America. A woman's life is lost for absolutely nothing. Oprah expressed anguish for Brianna's mom. Her baby won't be coming through that door. And LeBron James posted, I'm devastated, hurt, sad, mad. President Trump and the First Lady paid their respects to Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg today, but the moment was interrupted by protesters chanting loudly outside the Supreme Court. And the president is now in a new war of words with Meghan Markle, saying he's not a fan. A chorus of boos for President Trump and the First Lady as they pay their respects to the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg wearing masks. Protesters chanted, vote him out and honor her wish. A nod to Ginsburg's reported dying wish that the next president nominate her replacement. The White House is condemning the booing. I thought it was an appalling and disrespectful thing to do as the president honored Justice Ginsburg. Now the feud between the president and Meghan Markle is heating up. This is the most important election of our lifetime. After Harry and Meghan spoke out in a video for Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People of 2020, all but endorsing Joe Biden, Trump had this reaction. I'm not a fan of hers. I wish a lot of luck to Harry because he's going to need it. The remarks by Meghan and Harry are causing an uproar because the royal family is supposed to abstain from politics. Today, Buckingham Palace said in a statement, the Duke is not a working member of the royal family, and any comments he makes are made in a personal capacity. Hi, Archie. Last night, Meghan made her most high-profile return to the public spotlight since moving to America with her family. She appeared on America's Got Talent to express support for 59-year-old contestant Archie Williams, a fan favorite. She touched my life one day. Williams, who shares a first name with Meghan and Harry's toddler, was wrongly convicted of rape and attempted murder. He served 36 years in prison before he was freed. We've been so moved by your story and we have been cheering you on every week. And it's not just because we're partial to the name. Have a good night. Archie Williams was voted off America's Got Talent last night. A recent poll found two-thirds of U.S. voters will not be getting the COVID-19 vaccine as soon as it comes out. But they might not be able to anyway. We're now learning who will be first in line. Information that comes as yet another major event is canceled. The world's biggest New Year's Eve party is going to take a pass this year. For the first time in 114 years, Times Square will be off limits on New Year's Eve. Empty, much like it is today. 
That huge crowd of one million that gathers every year has been deemed just too risky. Health officials say it could be the super spreader of super spreaders. Instead, like everything else these days, the party will be virtual. Carson Daly, who hosts the coverage for NBC, says he'll still be there. Some COVID frontline uh, heroes will be honored this year, so they'll be, they'll be there. There might be some performances there. There might be people like myself broadcasting in a very small circle or hub. But other than that, no revelers. A fittingly lame end to what some say is the worst year ever. Meanwhile, as we get closer to a COVID vaccine, we're learning who will be first in line to get the injection. The vaccine will be rolled out in four phases. Phase one, first responders, healthcare workers in hospitals and nursing homes, police officers and EMTs. The next group will probably be people who are at high risk. Uh, and then after that, it'll roll from there. Phase two, essential workers in the food supply chain, postal workers, school teachers, and this might surprise you, morticians and funeral home workers, also pharmacists. Phase three will be older adults, people in shelters or group homes, prison workers and prisoners, as well as younger adults and children. The final phase will be all remaining U.S. citizens. Meanwhile, video of a mom handcuffed after not wearing a mask at a kid's football game in Ohio is getting strong reaction today. It got ugly when she was asked to leave. When she resisted, the officer tased her. Oh my God, he just tased her. The other spectators came to her defense. All because this lady didn't have a mask. That's unreal. Wow. As of today, at this moment, there are more than 7 million people with COVID-19 infections here in the United States. Other news today, it has been four months since a Colorado mom went missing during a bike ride on Mother's Day. The woman's brother has been very critical of her husband, even though he has not been named a suspect. And now the brother is leading an army of searchers through the mountains looking for clues. A massive search for a missing mom was launched today. If you see something, snap a picture of it. Step back. Call me. Hundreds of volunteers gathered near Maysville, Colorado, where 49-year-old Suzanne Morphew vanished on Mother's Day after going for a bike ride on this dirt path. Her brother Andy Mormon said after four months of following the local sheriff's department lead, it's time for him to get boots on the ground and find his younger sister. We're going to divide and conquer. We're looking for torn clothing human remains and things of that nature. The search drew volunteers from across the state, including John Tig Tegan, who survived the 2012 attack on the U.S. consulate in Benghazi. He brought his service dog. We're just out there to see what we can find. Drones were deployed over the wooded area surrounding the Morpheus home. Mormon says he is realistic and does not believe Suzanne is alive, but he hopes to locate her remains so he can give her a proper burial in their home state of Indiana. It's definitely foul play. I don't think she ever got on a bicycle. I think that was planted evidence, and I'm not about deciding who's guilty or who's not, but I need to bring closure to my family by finding my little sister, and that's what I'm here for. Suzanne's husband, Barry, has been under scrutiny from the family since she disappeared, but officials have not named him or anyone as a person of interest. Last May, he pleaded for her safe return in this Facebook posting, but hasn't said a word since then. I will do whatever it takes to get you back. Honey, I love you. I want you back so bad. He should be standing right here where I'm at instead of me. 
Suzanne's family has offered a $200,000 reward for any information that leads to her safe return. Now, a shocking invasion of privacy. A family has a home security system installed and then finds out that the technician was spying on them. So how do you ensure your own privacy? Here's Anne Mercagliano. For decades, millions of Americans have trusted ADT for protection and peace of mind. The most trusted name in security, ADT. But these ADT customers never expected this to happen. It's just a complete violation. It's just the ultimate invasion of, of privacy. Both families say they were spied on inside their own homes by the ADT employee who installed their security system. Amy and Richard Johnson, who have two daughters, say they were mortified when they found out their security camera was accessed 377 times by this ADT employee. You start to think, okay, why would this guy tune into our living area over 300 times? What is it that, was he, that he was seeing that we were doing? Was it the kids? Was it Amy? Shauna and Randy Dottie's family was spied on too. What he did, he's done to us, he's done to others. And it's just not right. ADT admits that their technician identified as Telesforo Avales spied on more than 200 households in the Dallas area. These are the typical views they say he could see right into their living rooms. So how did it happen? ADT says when their technician installed the security cameras, he also signed himself up to be an authorized user, meaning he could log in and see inside customers' homes anytime he wanted to. Some customers say he spied on them for up to seven years before he finally got caught. Attorney Amy Carter represents the families suing ADT for failing to provide rudimentary safeguards. These clients invited cameras into their home to keep them safe and instead ADT allowed a predator, a predator that they employed to invade their homes, videotape them and their children, and then do God knows what with the video. I spoke to Jamie Hange, ADT's chief customer officer. Over 200 of your customers were spied on by one of your employees. What is your reaction? I'd like to say to our customers, first and foremost, that we deeply regret what happened. Uh, we take full responsibility for this. And our goal and our mission from the beginning of this has been to regain their trust and their peace of mind. You are known to be the elite in security, and you've let me down. The FBI is investigating so far. No charges have been filed. ADT says when the spine was uncovered, they immediately revoked the technician's access, fired him and reported him to law enforcement. They've also added enhanced safety features and tell us they are working with those customers to reach acceptable resolutions to the lawsuits. Next, the new Carol Baskin TV investigation. What's the pussycat? away on Dancing with the Stars, what the cadaver dogs discovered as they searched for her long-missing ex-husband, plus a proposal to remember. What did you say? Because the video ends. And the sanitation workers shuffle. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Tiger King's Carol Baskin avoided elimination on Dancing with the Stars, but being in the spotlight has renewed interest in the mysterious disappearance of her millionaire husband, something that's been unsolved for more than two decades. 
while Carol Baskin prances about on Dancing with the Stars, interest in everything Tiger King roars on. Two new documentaries on Discovery ID are now shedding light on the mysterious disappearance 23 years ago of Baskin's millionaire husband, Don Lewis. On Joe Exotic, Tiger's Lies and Cover-Up, cadaver dogs search a lake near Lewis's home. The canine dogs were actually alerting on some sort of human tissue within that lake. We know we're not going to find a body, but we are looking for is clothing items, bone fragments. Uh, maybe some tea, things that you can extract DNA from. Joe Exotic is serving 22 years in a federal prison for a murder-for-hire plot targeting Carol Baskin. In the documentary, he makes a public appeal. Teresa McEwen is the executive producer. He comes off like this crazy hillbilly, you know, redneck, whatever, but he's really very smart. He has a photographic memory. Um, he is a very good businessman. He's, his branding was kind of brilliant. Joe Exotic also makes a public appeal for a presidential pardon. So right now I'm, I'm on my knees praying for a miracle. Somebody that has a little bit of influence can, can get to our dear president and show him that this is, this is wrong. How did a timid boy from Kansas become the world's most notorious zookeeper? The other documentary is called Joe Exotic, Before He Was King. It investigates his wild backstory. 19-year-old Joe steps in to claim the title of chief of police. People are going to come out of the woodwork. It's going to just continue to be fascinating, I think. No one could have imagined his future infamy or the appearance of his nemesis on, of all things, Dancing with the Stars. Carol Baskin denies having anything to do with her ex-husband's disappearance. Those two documentaries debut Sunday and Monday nights on Investigation Discovery. When we come back, a proposal that didn't exactly go as planned. It was a perfect spot for a proposal. Then this happened. It's a romantic proposal on the Brooklyn Bridge gone wrong. Angelina Rivera thought she was at the iconic location for a photo shoot. Then boyfriend Chris Vigo surprised her by getting down on one knee to propose. Before she could say yes, yikes, here comes the wedding crasher. Watch again, the photographer steps right into the bike lane traffic and boom. The bicyclist plows right into him and they all go flying. You good, bro? It's okay. It's I'm missing the video. But Chris is one determined boyfriend. He carries on with his proposal without missing a beat. What the heck happened here? You're on the Brooklyn Bridge, you get down on one knee. Walk us through what happened. We just, as you see, we were just proposing and I just wanted to propose to my wonderful girlfriend. I didn't know what to do because as a good friend of him, I'm like, do I check up on him or do I like, do I stay here and hold her hand and get her to say yes? Angelina says the proposal was a whirlwind. I wanted to laugh, but I didn't want it to because I felt so bad. So what were you thinking? You really didn't look both ways when you crossed into the bike lane. Um, it's my first time on the bridge to be fair, so I thought like people would stop for a proposal. Fortunately, there were no serious injuries and Angelina said yes. Now with our cameras rolling, here's take two without any interruptions. I'm asking you, will you marry me? Yes. And that's how they do it downtown.
Lucky he didn't drop the ring. The wedding will be next year. When we come back, dancing with the sanitation workers. Finally today, these guys will make you smile. These sanitation workers give a whole new meaning to dirty dancing. They bust a move as they take away the trash in a New Jersey neighborhood. Chad, William, and Roderick just want to make people smile. What's the secret to doing your job and having this much fun at the same time? Positive attitude. Inside Edition trailed along with the trio, moving and grooving all the way. Residents can't get enough of these garbage guys dancing in the street. They've been grooving down the street. I love them. I love And that is Inside Edition for today. Stay safe. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Becca, what's, what's up? So The Late Show Pod Show is everything you love about The Late Show on oh, a I podcast. Want, I want to know about you. Oh. Enough. We, 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 people see everybody in an ad talks about the thing they're trying to sell. Oh. I'd like to know about you, the person behind creating the podcast. Oh, I'm having a really good day. Barry baked some bread, and my friend Kara got me some chicken salad. It's a really nice day in the office today. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. From Wondery, this is Black History for Real. I'm Francesca Ramsey. And I'm Conscious Lee. What do most <laughs> people think about when they hear the words Black History? Rosa Parks, Reconstruction, MLK, February, Black History Exactly, Mom. exactly. There are so many stories of Black History that we just are not really talking about or thinking about, especially outside of February. And we are about to flip the script on all of that. Because on this show, you're going to hear a little less... In August 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. And a little bit more. She is a heroine to some. As a fighter for black rights, she is a villain to others. Follow Black History for Real on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen everywhere on February 5th, or you can listen early and ad-free on Wondery Plus starting January 29th. Join Wondery Plus on the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Black History.